Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Sporlin HVACR podcast. Now, last summer, I spent a week at Sporlin headquarters taking technical service calls. And one of the most prevalent issues we had were with solenoid valves. Valves weren't opening and they weren't closing. And what I found that one of the most problematic issues with solenoid valves is missed sizing. And I've seen this and experienced this firsthand at wholesale branches. A contractor or tech comes into the store and asks for a 3 8 by 3 8 solenoid valve. Or it could be whatever line size that they have. The issue is they're ordering based off line size. And yes, there may be times where this methodology yields the right solenoid valve. But look at it this way. For a 3 8 by 3 8 solenoid valve, Sporlin has four different body sizes. And of those body sizes, the actual tonnage, if you're looking at 404A, for example, your actual tonnages range from 0.6 tons up to 7 tons. Let me repeat that. 0.6 tons up to 7 tons. That's over a 1,000% increase. So if you're working on a 7-ton evaporator and using a liquid line solenoid valve, if we gave you the 3 8 by 3 8 solenoid valve that was sized for 0.6 tons, you're drastically going to starve your evaporator. Or vice versa, if you were working on, let's say, a 1-ton system and we gave you a 3 8 by 3 8 solenoid valve, that was sized for the 7 tons, then your valve is going to be drastically oversized. And when it's oversized, you don't have a pressure drop across the valve. And because these are internally piloted valves, they need a pressure drop to be able to open if it's a normally closed valve, or close if it's a normally open solenoid valve. So while the connection sizes are important and it makes life easier, The more important size you want to look for is the port size, okay? And I know port size could be confused with connection size, but the port, the internal port and passageway that allows refrigerant to flow through the solenoid valve is what we're really concerned with. So how do we pick and choose solenoid valves that are going to work for our systems? There's five things we need to know. Number one, what's the type of refrigerant inside of our system? Two is how is this solenoid valve being applied? Is this for liquid line? Is this for discharge? Or is it for the suction line? What is the capacity required for the solenoid valve or tonnage, even BTU will work? What is the electrical specification? These valves are controlled electronically, so you need to know what kind of power you have, what is your voltage, what is your frequency. And with those five pieces of information about your application, you should be able to choose your solenoid valve. Take a look at our catalog 30-10. You'll find different capacity tables for different refrigerants. And for example, I'm on page 5. And on page five, you'll see in the right side of the page four different refrigerants, 404A, 407C, 502, and 507, okay? Underneath that, we have pressure drops. 
So it's one, two, three, four, and five pounds of pressure drop across the solenoid valve. So when choosing, we want to make sure that our actual capacity is in between the one to five pounds of pressure drop. So for example, if we had four or 4A and a five ton system, we could either go with a 932nds internal port or a 516ths internal port. For the 932nds, you'll have a pressure drop around 2.5 psi, whereas a 516ths, you'll have a pressure drop of around 1.5 to 1.6 psi. And just like when sizing expansion valves, we have refrigerant liquid temperature correction factors, meaning as the liquid temperature of the refrigerant changes, as will the actual capacity. So, in order to use these correction factors, you'll multiply the capacities in the capacity tables by the correction factor depending on what the actual liquid temperature is. And now that we know what internal port size to use, then we could choose the valve that best suits our line connections. And I also wanted to talk about some of the other typical failures for solenoid valves that we see. So if we have a failure to close, again, this would be for a normally closed solenoid valve. So after operation, trying to close the valve, maybe for pump down. A couple reasons why. We just talked about it. If the valve is oversized, it won't have the pressure drop available to allow the valve to close. A couple other reasons would be dirt, internal contamination that is blocking the disc, piston, or diaphragm from closing. Uh, the valve could also be held open by a manual lift stem. So on most of our solenoid valves, we have the option for a manual lift stem, meaning without power, without a solenoid, you can manually drive the valve open. Now, if that wasn't adjusted back, the valve could be staying open. Another problem you may see in the field are external leaks. One of the reasons could be the lock nut is over-tightened. Now the lock nut holds the enclosing tube and the stem and plunger assembly, securing it to the valve body. If the valve does have a manual lift stem, there should be a seal cap that closes that off, just like you would with the adjustment stem of an expansion valve. And another reason, another common reason, is if the refrigerant was converted, if you did a retrofit, you do have to make sure you switch out your gaskets or else they could swell and that causes them to lose their physical properties. And the last typical issue that we see is something known as AC hum. And that's an audible buzzing noise you can hear coming from the coil itself. And usually this is an indication of a loose coil, so go ahead and tighten up that lock nut. This could also mean that there is some foreign material between the plunger and the top plug. So what you'll have to do is take off the coil, take off the enclosing tube, and clean it out. So to recap, ensure you're going off of your system parameters for sizing solenoid valves, for any valves for that matter. For any follow-up, check out Sporlin 30-10, that's our solenoid valve catalog, and check out all of our other great literature at sporlin.com. Thanks again, and have a great one.